Welcome to Living Scent, a Resonate Church podcast where we talk about what it means to be missional, putting missional back in our missional communities. And we are talking about enjoying grace, embodying love, and engaging culture as we learn how to live scent. And welcome back to another episode of Living Scent. My name is Yvonne, and I am on the discipleship team as part of Resonate staff, and I'm back again with Marco. What's up, y'all? With Nick. Hello. And Oliver. Hayward. <laughs> nice. I guess Oliver is synonymous with Hayward, which is amazing. And so, in case you are deciding to randomly pick this episode to listen, I would say press stop right now and go back because this is part two of an awesome conversation with just my family. And so, yeah, we're, we're going to kind of pick up right where we left off in Oliver and Nick's journey of what it means to live scent. And um, last episode, we, we started to dive into just like how, what moved them to even say yes to Resonate, say yes to Hayward, say yes mm. to Tokyo for mm. Oliver, and just even um, this journey of, Jesus, we just want more of you. Mm. And, and how Jesus has just shown them what that looks like more and more. So, um, yeah, Marco, what yeah. what are we going to get into for this episode with them? Yeah, we're going to continue along the lines of of just really sharing and just conversing over the truth that Jesus is better than life, mm. um, and diving into just a little bit more about the journey that the two of you are on. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So saddle up. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. And so. Um, one of the things that, Oliver, you were talking about just in terms of different things that God might call a family to do in Living mm-hmm. Scent, one of those things was, um, yeah, just like fostering. Mm-hmm. Like, tell us what that is and, uh, yeah, how did God bring you guys to a point where you said yes to that? Yeah, so we've been on this fostering journey for the last couple of years. And, but really it started many years ago, and I think Nicole can talk a little bit more about her own personal journey uh, and the heart behind it. Uh, for me, it really was God changing my heart uh, in, in the last couple of years uh, to really not only be okay with it or you know, go along with it, but to have a, a passion and a, a, a focus uh, on Him through it all. So yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. Hmm. It has, and um, I think Oliver points it back to me just because ever since I was a kid, God has just given me this crazy love for children. Like I can (laughs) really remember staying up late at night and watching on TV those um, sponsor a child shows, you know, or whatever (laughs) those The World Vision things? Yeah, Yeah. you know, those kind of things they'd have on TV, and I would just sit up and watch and and want to somehow help them, but I was probably like seven or eight. But anyways, fast forward, just always having this love for children, and um, then God has blessed us with four children, and you know, we get to love on them and disciple them every day, but like even with that, still this crazy love for children, but also our community, and, and even as we would ask God like what, how he might have us love um, the people in our, in our community, just looking at how he has made us, 
one of the ways like that just obviously stood out was just love for children you know and and other families and and foster care had always been something that we had talked about even before we had kids actually mm. but then we stopped we stopped that process but then after just recently i think uh, or not recently a couple years ago just really finally again that and now alert for what do mm -hmm. I wait? My hope is in you. It's like, mm -hmm. why Why are we gonna wait until, you know, let's wait till the kids are older, till, again, those whole things, it's finding security and other things, right? But that if God is calling us to this now that he would give us what we need. And, and so we decided to step into it and start um, applying for foster care. And the crazy thing is that we got to see was how God made, has made our children and how they were the mm. ones pushing us through the application yeah. oh process. Like, yeah, yeah. are you done yet? Are we gonna take in a child? Yeah. And they, you know, they were just so excited and pushing us through that. But but man, this, this whole fostering um, process could not have happened without all six of us being in it, like all in. And, and um, it, it has been a crazy journey. Yeah, a beautiful journey and um, mm -hmm. We finally got certified last year, and uh, we got a, our first placement, which only lasted for a week, but mm -hmm. we, it was a, a really good taste of what it was like, because by the end of that first week, we were able to bring him back to his parents, and already already it was hard to yeah. to say goodbye mm. we Just were falling in love with this little one you know yeah. because like through it even praying that god would give us like his love for this child and his his parents even and and he did not just oliver and and i but the kids too yeah and as we drove away from out of oakland after we dropped him off um violet was in the car we were all kind of quiet and violet's mm. their youngest yeah violet. how old was she at the time Seven? Seven. Mm -hmm. Seven. Just very sad. Yeah. I mean it I mean it was very quiet. Mm -hmm. I think we were all mm -hmm. just reflecting and yeah. and she she was saying like, um, this is happy, right? You know? And, oh uh, this is happy, right, mommy? Because yeah. he gets to be with his mommy and daddy. And we, we said, Yes, Violet, of course. It, it's it's happy. It's a happy thing. And she said, But it's sad too, right, mommy? And we said, yes, Violet, it's, mm. it's really very sad. Like we, we've talked about, cause we had talked to them about this process, the whole, the whole um, walk through it. And, and we all knew it was gonna be hard, but then in the back, so Violet was seven and in the back, our 13 year old chimes in. Yeah. yeah. She said, but imagine how God felt when he had to let go or give up his own son. Mm. And, uh, just pointing us to the gospel mm -hmm. very in a very unexpected moment an unexpected way uh, and Oliver and I just looked at each other just could not help but just yeah. cry because it's right. like man that's what you're doing God and our kids right now through this yeah yeah this this is real life people this is not a Christian movie <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. it kind of sounds like yeah. it right now Kirk Cameron is involved but yeah yeah <laughs> and, I, and even I love what you said earlier Nick of how it was your kids that were driving you guys through the the fostering process mm. to to get approved and it's not like it's because they didn't have enough siblings <laughs> because you right, have a right, million right, kids right. already i'm just kidding they just have they have four <laughs> it feels like a million sometimes yeah. yeah 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 for sure and i mean even that story right like just again just to highlight that this is a very ordinary family it is crazy in our mm -hmm. home and there's a lot of bickering and fighting and attitudes and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff but man to see what god does 
in the thick of it, you know, like that mm. it, it's not, it's this work in their heart that he's doing through it all as we step out and we just, we share our hearts with them and how it's hard, but how, how Jesus is better. Like yeah. that, yes. that they would cry yes. out to him and call out to him and, and know that he is always with them and, um, and that they would even fight to be in the word, you know, mm. that that's where they're going to find out who he is and, and that they're experiencing that but in the middle of the craziness. Like yes. I, there is in no way are Oliver and I try to act like, you know, like things are picture perfect or this Christian movie or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's crazy in our house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I find it even crazier sometimes you take our four kids too with you guys, which is amazing, <laughs> which I'm like, thank you, Lord. They took our four kids with their four kids. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do wanna, just chime in that I know there was a discussion when you were on the Fremont campus and we were talking in the lobby and it was just great to hear your hearts, but the thought of going into foster care, like you are making a conscious like action to put your heart out there. Mm. And when you put your heart out there, like it, it is for reunification, it is mm. to love, mm. it's to show Christ's love, um, but then and I'm gonna go there with it, all right? I'm gonna go there with it, mm-hmm. that you put your heart out there and the amount of attachment that you have with a foster child, and it's not just you, Nick, it's not just you, Oliver, it's the four kids, mm. it's the support families. And that amount of heart that when the reunification come, then we celebrate that, and that is by God's grace. And mm-hmm. it's amazing that that happens. But then to have the, the your heart in a way broken mm. in a way and that you feel a sense of goodbye but that pain that you feel like mm. how was that like just even shaped just your walk your 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 sense of as you kind of shared Oliver like this and like how Livy in the back was saying well this is how much more does God love us or how mm. did he feel mm. when he gave up but as you that reunification process which is the celebration part mm. but for you to experience that how how is that in the, the, the number of ways that you foster some children, just in that feeling, like how have you experienced that and seen the gospel to be so beautiful in light yeah. of all that? Well, reunification is always the goal of yeah. fostering. And it's, uh, we know it in theory, but to experience it yes. and to feel it yeah. and to be mm-hmm. in it right now uh, is, a, is a different story, a different like level of that we, yeah, we're, it, it's hard, um, but kind of going back a little bit, you know, our second placement came December 15th of last year. Mm-hmm. And little Sir is became part of the family mm-hmm. uh, for about a year. And just this past Friday, um, it, he was able to be reunified with his mom mm-hmm. and praise God. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And when we brought him, uh, home to be with his mom. We brought all this stuff with us and, uh, you know, taking pictures. And I think we were all trying to hold back the tears and mm-hmm. you're like, congratulations, you know, like this is, it's wonderful. But I think as we left there, it, we, we felt the, the loss and the, you know, the hurt that it, uh, we felt inside of our hearts uh, as we, you know, won't be seeing him uh, in our everyday life mm-hmm. like we have been. And uh, yeah. And it's hard, Mm -hmm. it's hard. And um, I think too, just really hard for us as adults, right? And I think even, it's hard for us to even see 
just our kids hurting. I don't know how many times in the last couple of days, just the mm-hmm. spontaneous crying that occurs um, throughout the days. And oh, mommy, it's like I heard Sir say my name, you know, or um, mommy, when I play the piano, all I could think of is him dancing, you know, like just just these real real things, you know that that it really is painful. It, it is there is such heartache, you know, and and. Um, just even praying that God would use it to draw us closer to himself and mm-hmm. and to not isolate mm-hmm. or to not close ourselves up or um, and as he does draw us closer to himself or even just cause us to cry out to him he does um, remind us that um, how he reconciled us to the father right yeah. that mm-hmm. that Jesus um, by his blood that there was a cost right and yeah. and I think like in in this process um, of desiring to see a family be reunified and to come back together, to have an opportunity to love on um, this family, a, a child and and a mom, and give her an opportunity to work things out, and then to see her do that, and then come back together, mm-hmm. um, and to share Christ with her, you know, to mm-hmm. to pray with her, to invest in a relationship with her, and and to continue to pray that she she would see Jesus as better than life as well, you know? But um, but that there's a cost to us, you know? And I think that that as we experience um, this heartache, that, um, that it does draw us to, to the Lord and to be able to see what it cost him, that, um, that it cost him his son, you know? And that it's not just words. We say that a lot, but I... I but you know, we do mean it. <laughs> but like to really feel it, um, I mean, in this in this journey has has caused us to really um, to treasure him more. Yeah, I think it's it's the willingness to be wounded. I think in in the process of giving, sharing your heart, giving um, a piece of yourself to someone that you know is not gonna be a part of your life, your whole life, yeah. and. But for a year. For a year, yeah. 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 yeah, and something that I feel like God has shown me that uh, just like the goal of, reunif- uh, of fostering is reunification, that uh, looking at my own kids, that uh, the goal is also reunification mm-hmm. with their father, Heavenly oh, Father, that, yeah. we, Come dis- on. Yes, that yes. we disciple them, um, knowing that we don't own them, mm-hmm. and that um, that's the goal in mission, right? That yeah. is reunification. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is hard, but Jesus is worthy. Is Jesus worthy. is so worthy mm-hmm. of of yeah being being wounded, and um, yeah, it's it's something new to us, and just feeling experiencing this. So we are right in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and even fruit of that. I mean, we mentioned your your youngest Violet earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, she was born into your family right in the thick of you guys saying one of your yeses, you know, of just like living sin. And so her being born into your family, that is all she's seen, you know, you guys like lead her into. And what happened? What happened yesterday? What did that lead to? Praise God. We saw Violet get baptized yesterday. Yes. She was so excited. And this is a little one who who does actually struggle with anxiety and nervous. She just gets Mm -hmm. so nervous. But when anybody asked her yesterday, how are you feeling, Violet? Mm -hmm. I expected her to say nervous or to be just so quiet. But she's like, I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) It was was 
such a gift, such a gift. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just, that's so cool. I mean, it's not that God was like, oh, okay, because you guys have been faithful, you get to see your kids get baptized. But it's really his grace. It's his Mm. grace. Like, yes, you guys are um, being faithful to to just disciple your own kids, you know, by exposing them to what it's like to to live sent, but that's still unto the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. And man, I, I can, basically you guys talked about how fostering is that you make your kids cry a bunch and <laughs> that you get attached to, to this person, you fall in love with him or her, and then, <laughs> You know, because you're going for reunification, then it's just ultimate like wounds to one's heart. Um, that's pretty much what I heard. I mean, I heard a lot of beauty too, which is amazing. So now, I mean, and and for those of you who don't know, uh, the the kid that they were fostering, they really this this is like very fresh, right? This just happened where they they gave Sir back to mom and. Um, yeah, so they're they're here and um, just like feeling that afresh. So with all these like very raw feelings, would you do it again? And why? Why or why not? Hmm. Such a good question. Yeah. We were just talking about yeah. that. I no way. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's real. No, no, that's, that's real, real no, man. No, that's real. I, <laughs> no. I, do you want to go? Or? No. I, okay. Yeah, I said my answer. yesterday I mean just this whole weekend like we said we brought him home on Friday and um, this whole weekend just really thinking and praying and um, something that kept coming to my mind last night was just the word spent Mm -hmm. and um, I really I I feel spent I don't Mm -hmm. know if that makes sense yes um, it does I really felt feel very spent and um, as if there is n- nothing left to give sometimes, you know, and, um, but man, like the reality of this w- crazy supernatural, like just joy that God gives me in himself and, and in seeing what he's done, um, in like we've been sharing just in our own kids and and these are like gifts these like i feel like it's just grace upon grace in the midst of the grief and the the sorrow or the hard things <laughs> but but he does like truly in his presence there is fullness of joy that mm. sounds crazy in like the hard things because i'm telling you i spend a lot of time like um crying lately <laughs> but that there is joy in him you know and um yeah that um he he really truly is worthy of it i am i'm getting stuck in where what, what was what was your original question here would oh just would again? you do it again oh yes yeah. thank you I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, i'm no. not avoiding that question yeah, yeah. Um, but yes the spent that's what i was talking about being spent but like as i'm thinking as i'm experiencing this like this reality of his joy that it's the thing that comes to my mind yes i'm spent but then at the same time asking him I want, I want to be spent, like, I want to spend my life for him. That mm-hmm. like, would, we were talking about it earlier, Oliver and I just like, <laughs> would you just make our days 
like that that we would spend them for you and and that yes we would do it again like because we were saying though if we were not going which Mm. i'm sure we'll probably talk about that like would we really do this again like or you know if we were going to take a break after this um having sir would we really do this again and and we would like it is hard Mm. it is crazy it is there's so many tears and there's heartache and and the kids, I know they would too. They want oh to goodness. as well. Like yeah. it is, yep. it's so hard, but but really like what we were talking about earlier that when God calls you to something, he's gonna give you what you need, but not only just what you need, like he meets you there. He shows you how he truly is greater than all things in this world. He shows us how mm-hmm. he really is better than life, that his steadfast love is better than mm-hmm. life and that he is good and that he's mm. faithful mm. and that that his love that he is the only one who satisfies like oh sorry I keep hitting the table but oh, yes okay. like he it's the table <laughs> <laughs> yes did yeah. you want to i think what we're learning as we continue to try to obey is mm-hmm. just to put one foot in front of the other yeah. mm. and would we do it again yes and it's hard but glorious and jesus is worthy but it's we, all we can really do is just follow by taking one step at a time. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think we, we got this window of time in Sir's life that we, we can't bottle up, we can't like mm. continue on. He's gonna grow and he's gonna change and uh, that time is over, mm-hmm. but God showed us more of himself uh, through Sir's laughter, through the innocence, <laughs> through the joyous moments, through the sacrifice, through him being black, you know, like it's just different. Yeah. It's, it's mm. something that we've, uh, we, we just discover the, the beauty of Jesus and, and the gospel through this season. Mm-hmm. And it's a gift that God has blessed us with. And as we kind of continue, we start to really uh, move away from this particular season, mm-hmm. like we can really hold on to these things that were meant to point us to him that yeah. uh, in in a very unique way. And the people around us that love Sir so much, literally in this room, you know, yeah. like, that, <laughs> yeah. that it's a gift to all of us to, to really have known him in this particular season of his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just for the glory of Christ, man. It's like, it's beautiful. Hmm. Man, y'all sound like a bunch of junkies, like Jesus junkies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just need more of Jesus, but more. that I mean that really more, is. More. That's what you've been saying all this time because he is better. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, that that journey takes you further still like you alluded to earlier, Nick. Um yeah, God is is calling you guys again to just live sent in another way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, would w- can you tell us about that? Yeah, I, mean, I don't even know where to begin, but um, starting with the pandemic, mm. right? You start to feel the sense of that, like, okay, life is not gonna be the same as what it used to be. We start to long for what it was before. And as our life has continued to go uh, you know, on over the past couple of years, um, there's been more loss that we've experienced yes. in this last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad died earlier this year. We just came back from Fresno uh, because my aunt had passed away unexpectedly, very tragically. Uh, Jackson, all of these things, man, I mean, so many names that we don't have enough time to even go through. Yeah. But God just showing us close Mm -hmm. friends, people we love dearly, uh, have just been 
God's been using those to continuously show us that uh, life is not going to be the same. I have this image in my head of walking up a hill mm. uh, with asteroids hitting me, you know, <laughs> like uh, a, a steep hill and just chunks of me getting uh, broken off, you know, like with my dad was like, it was like a big chunk of me got scooped out that's never going to come back. But um, that's just been this experience that God has used to reiterate that for what do I wait? That like, mm-hmm. what are we trying to hold on to? What are we trying to create in this little tiny speck of a life here? Mm-hmm. Are we trying to create our own heaven right here in the Bay Area? You Dang. know, like is this what, <laughs> what are we doing? You know, and um, that God uh, ever, also after the Japan mission trips, uh, I spent a lot of 2020, cause we were all stuck inside, uh, trying to find a, a way to be sent to Japan to be like mm-hmm. uh, missionaries out there, and at one after the other, doors were closed. Mm-hmm. And I think for me personally, it was God kind of affirming, okay, well, I want to send you here. This is where I've sent you to be here, and that's how God I think changed my heart to fostering too. That this is our mission field for this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. but God in His mercy, His grace has opened a, a new door for us wow. um, to be sent out, and yeah. we are going and we're gonna go live overseas. Uh, we're leaving in January to a far off land uh, where we know we don't know anybody. Um, mm. And we're leaving everybody we know and love. Um, but the only reason we're saying yes is because of Jesus. Mm. And mm-hmm. there's no other thing that is, makes it worth it. Like he is, he is worth it. We get to be um, amongst a people uh, uh, unreached people group that um, that don't have much access to the gospel, yeah. and um, yeah, it's it's huge and it's scary. And I guess at the top of that hill is a cliff, and <laughs> we've jumped. We're falling now. Uh, uh, and but but he's worthy, and I think that's what we keep coming back to: that Jesus is worthy of mm-hmm. it. We've counted the cost, and uh, yeah, like he's worth it. He's worth it. Yeah. And as we um, as we watch our our kids go through this process themselves, mm-hmm. you know, taking obviously taking them away from everything as well, and mm-hmm. you know their um, nervousness, they're they're excited, but at the same time very sad. But something that just as I watch them um, in their sadness or their fear or anxiety, and again excitement, but just how they trust us, you know, mm-hmm. like that wow. um, they, that we can learn so much from mm-hmm. them as there's so many unknowns, so much uncertainty, they have no idea of so many things, yet they just kind of cling to us, you know, like trust us and trust <laughs> where we're leading them. And I think God just reminding me personally to cling to him, you know, that um, despite all the uncertainty and we don't know what it's going to look like and there's nobody <laughs> there that we know. I mean, I'm leaving family, friends, church family, just, you know, like we were just talking about, it's been 13 years, it's crazy. Like, but but that that he is worthy, that he is worthy of us following and obeying and um, that we could trust him, that we are going, that he's going to give us more of himself there. Yeah. And, and we can trust that he absolutely has orchestrated ahead of time conversations, people that we're going to meet that we don't even know exist right now. Uh, he's even mm. shown us little glimpses of like, oh my gosh, like 
<laughs> that person's going to be in our house scheduled to already like be a part of our life somehow and um, weekly. Yeah, every Whoa. week. Something <laughs> crazy like that might that in perspectives could be referred to as a person of peace or something mm. that that is um, almost like an entryway into a people group or mm. um, into a community and and God's showing us little glimpses like that of wow. just confirmation that he he's doing he's doing the work and mm-hmm. he's um, that we could just follow him and put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you guys spoke to this a bit already, but you mentioned, okay, there's this cliff that God is having us jump off again, and you've jumped off cliffs before. Mm -hmm. And so with all of that in mind, as you're about to jump off another cliff, what's something you're certain of and what's something you're scared of? Mm -hmm. I think uh, there's a promise that Jesus makes, and it's a promise that I'm taking as a promise to me and to Nicole and to our kids and that, you know, that I want, like I'm hoping that we can all cling on to, it's in Mark 10, 29 to 30. Um, Jesus said, truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life wow. mm-hmm. this is what i'm certain of and this is all again uh really the the promise of christ to us as we go as we leave um nick's parents who are a part of her everyday life mm. in person on the phone on facetime <laughs> every possible way oh, that uh, it, it's and and leaving all of you and mm. how uh, how many people do we love at resonate it's like all of them even those we don't know but um, that a mm. hundredfold a hundred times Jesus will pay back will replace with himself mm. that he provides mm. the the fellowship the comfort that the security the safety the the joy that we find in each other and those that we're leaving here more is what we want is like mm-hmm. more of you jesus can yes. we can yes. we have more of yes. you and and he promises us that not that he's gonna let me let me give you a whole nother church that's like uh you know like a resonate but it's mm-hmm. like just more of me and that's more than enough and that's just what i'm clinging to and, and we have a friend who is a church planter in okinawa who uh said um sometimes the call is all we have mm. and um there's gonna be times of discouragement and doubt. And in fact, I, I felt that when I went to visit this place recently, I was just like, what have I done? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, <laughs> I made the wrong choice. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, by the end of the trip, I was like, I can't wait to show them. Mm. Uh, God is just God working. So good, yeah. So that's something you're certain of, and that's, that's beautiful. But yeah, it's real too that there's fears as well mm-hmm. and that God will walk with you through those mm-hmm. things. But what, what's something mm-hmm. that you're scared of? Scared of so many. I, I think honestly, one of the things that I'm scared of, I feel like is almost myself. Like mm. just my own tendencies or just my fear, my anxiety or sadness or just my my tendencies to go inward and get lost in it. I think just even struggling with that, um, 
and depression even you know mm-hmm. and anxiety and um but but i think just remembering god's faithfulness again like we were mentioning earlier and and seeing how he continues to be faithful and that that he is already there he goes before us you know and um that that he's not ever going to leave us mm. or forsake us mm. and um Yeah. I love how even as you're talking about what you're scared of, you go back to what you're certain of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's really what only the Christian can do, right? We have a hope that does mm-hmm. not disappoint. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and so yeah, as I mean, honestly, we could go for like episode part like part three, three, four, five, four. six, seven, you yeah, know, because this is just like such a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, w- I want to turn our attention toward um, just our fellow MC leaders, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. um, should their goal to do be like it, do the exact same things that you guys are doing mm-hmm. to live sent? Like, what what would you say to encourage them? Um, I, I want. I, there's a lot that we we've thought about. Um, one thing that I hope in in us trying to obey Christ in this way. And pray is that it could just be um, an encouragement to mm. others uh, within resonate, you know, MC leaders, and and just resonate as a whole that we are no different than them. That, mm-hmm. I mean, we had a brother and sister in Christ on stage years ago who said something similar that we are not extraordinary as we sent them off to a, a hard place, mm. and uh, that I think um, a healthy church is really one that that sends out and not only. Um, sends locally, but that we mm-hmm. really, um, yeah, be open to uh, God sending more out to the harvest yeah. out out in the world. And um, but yeah, we were talking about something earlier. I couldn't remember what. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. I think just that in all of it, stepping out um, out of your comfort zone and 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 trusting him that i mean even thinking of the the five loaves and the two fish sometimes it just doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. but but he called you to something and you step out and in that process like our prayer and hope is that you will treasure christ Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. yes yeah Yeah. i will treasure christ yeah yeah and if it wasn't already abundantly clear uh your guys's prayer consistently has been may we have more of jesus yeah and so yeah, I just want to encourage all of our fellow MC leaders, disciples out there, pray, pray and yeah. ask for more of Jesus. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Without our parameters and our, mm-hmm. Come on. our conditions mm-hmm. and stuff, open hands. Open hands. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a great place to stop. Um, yeah, Oliver, Nick, Marco, thank you so much for just <laughs> joining. I got to sit in and be part of the family in a deeper way and yeah, we as Resonate Church, we're just going to be praying for you guys mm-hmm. um, that as you're going, that you would the all of the 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 chips and and the love and the clarity of mission that has been spent. That yes, you would receive that even a hundredfold to where you're going, just like what it says in Mark. So yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for letting us share. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, see you next time where we talk with more resonators about just how God has called them to live sent. See you next time. <laughs>